Um, hey, my name's Pizzanetti. This is my first podcast. Um, a little nervous, gotta say. But um, I love MMA, and I really wanted to do this on that. Um, and, and maybe just some other shit that's going on if, you know, people started listening. <laughs> but, um, you know, a little bit about me. I've seen a ton, a ton of fights. I started watching... Uh, actually, my friend got me into it. Uh, actually, the first fight I ever saw was... Um, what was it? GSP versus uh, Matt Serra, the first one, where he got knocked out. Um, that was the very first fight I ever seen. I thought GSP sucked. I was like, man, GSP is such a shitty fighter. And then I saw all, all of his other fights, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> he's actually pretty badass. And that was amazing that you know Matt Serra pulled that off. But... um. Anyway, so, you know, I've been watching since then, and, uh, you know, I've seen everything since, like, the, you know, the, you know, I watched a bunch of the Unleashes on, uh, on Spike, you know, I still watch, you know, I, I watch Bellator, Strikeforce, UFC, every single UFC since, since then, pretty much, I, I've seen every single one, um, and, uh, yeah, so, so I've seen quite a, quite a few fights. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm more into like watching the fights rather than hearing people talk. Cause you know, it's like, you know, whatever. That's why I like those Unleashed shows. Cause they had that, but, uh, you know, they started showing reruns too much and now I can't even watch the fights. Now, now I, it's funny. They get a, they get a deal with a, uh, a TV station that most of their channels are for free and I get none of them. Like, I get absolutely none of them. Like, Fox Sportsnet, no. Fuel, no. I don't get none of that shit. And I'm like, alright, you know, I'm not paying eight bucks a piece for each one of these. I pay eight bucks for fucking, for HBO and uh, Cinemax, you know. Why, why would I pay eight bucks for Fuel TV so I can watch a few fights and then, you know, a bunch of other bullshit I don't care about. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's funny. They I see less fights now, you know, but um you know, I still watch all, all the events, you know. I I've watched most of the undercards. Uh and um the first one I want to talk about here is the one that happened on August 18th, 2012 with uh Strike Force <laughs> Ronda Rousey versus uh Sarah Kaufman, which is funny that I'm starting off with a girl fight, but you know, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I also want to talk about, uh, Bellator and, um, UFC 151, but that one was shit, can, so 152. Um, hopefully it'll be under an hour, I don't know, it should be, but anyway, so, first one I want to talk about is Strikeforce. Uh, this was, a, this was actually a really good card, I was, uh, I was rather surprised, because Strikeforce, ah, Ah, they put on shitty stuff sometimes, you know. Have you ever seen any of those Challenger shows? You would, you would definitely agree with me. Were, I, I fell asleep through those Challenger sh- shows. Like, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? And why do I want to watch them go through a decision? Like, <laughs> why why would I want to do that? And almost every single one of them was like that. Um, so I, I was I was pleasantly surprised and, and very happy that this Strike Force was actually really good from... From really top to bottom, I, I didn't really watch, I actually did not watch the prelims of this one though. Although I did see uh, part of the last one, which was the Misha Tate versus Julie Kedzie one, where um, I actually came into the third round, which was 
the end of the fight, which um, which they were saying was a very good fight up until then. They actually said at the end of the the thing that it was um, the fight of the night. So, uh, but they don't give out rewards and strike force for fight of the night. So, you know, it was you know they said it, but <laughs> they didn't really get anything. Um, but you know, I came in like the middle of the third round, and and Julie just fucking smashed Misha with a head kick, and uh, you know, I, I'm not used to, to uh, seeing girls take hits like that, and uh, she just fell down. She uh, she pretty much just you know got right back. Like she just you know they started grappling, and uh, she tapped her out, you know, and um, but I didn't watch this one all the way. I I, I just didn't feel like it, you know, because I knew it, and you know, it was hard for me. Again, it was hard for me to get this fight. I couldn't, it was hard for me to get the undercard of this fight, um, but I did get the main card, and, uh, the very first fight on that one was, uh, OSP, which is, like, Oven St. Prue, I don't know, um, I think it's Canadian, <laughs> French, I'm not sure, I, I, I think, I'm actually pretty sure he's French, um, and he was going against TJ Cook, who, uh, apparently took this fight on short notice, and it showed, um, but it was a good fight. It was a good fight. You know, he, you know, they, they both came out like OSP came out strong in the first round and, uh, like just started wailing on him. And then like, he took a breather for a second and then TJ started wailing on him. And then, um, you know, it was good back and forth in the first round. And then in the second round, you know, OSP just started whooping his ass. It's like, just, just, you know, putting it to him. And, uh, um, you know, it, I wanted to mention this too, that uh, the referee was a dickhead in this. Um, you know, TJ got kicked in the balls. Clearly, got kicked in the balls, and uh, and he was like, "Dude, you gotta hurry up! Come on, come on! What are you waiting for? Come on, what you, you gotta hurry up!" You know, and it's like, man, you know, he gets five minutes. It's in the rules that he can get five minutes, and and he's just hurrying him up. And uh, you know, I thought it was crap because I mean, here he is tired, and now he's getting kicked in the balls. You know, that takes it out of you. Um, so anyway, so he gets out of the second round, gets into the third round though, and, uh, it's over, 20 seconds, left hook, boom, lights out, hit the mat like, <laughs> like, like a crash, like a crash dummy or something, you know, just fucking, poof, just, he was done, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, OSP won, it was a good fight, it really was, I mean, considering that TJ wasn't in the best shape, I guess, you know, he gets a little leeway for that, for the good fight, at least, but yeah, that was a bad knockout, yeah, alright, so the next fight was, uh, the Bamba Sayers versus, uh, Anthony Smith, um, I, I didn't, I don't really know too much about these guys, um, but, you know, I, for some reason, I felt the Bamba was gonna win, like, like, his record was a lot better, and they were kind of hyping him up a little bit, and, um, in the fight, you know, he can he kind of came out like that. It seemed like he was winning, and uh, and then uh, just you know, it was a good fight, really back and forth. It was like I mean, like you know, it was a good fight, and then like uh, Anthony like fell down. Uh, he later said he slipped, so you know that's probably what happened. But you know, he looked in the fight, he looked like he got hit or something, and he just you know fell down, and um, you weren't really sure. And then uh, you know, Labamba Sarah just jumped on him, and boom, Anthony just put him right into a, a triangle choke. At uh, 3 minutes and 52 seconds, he tapped out. So, Anthony's, Anthony Smith. Again, you know, I don't really know much about this guy. Um, Tarek Sefadine and Roger Bowling. I've seen both these guys fight before. Um, 
again, I, I don't really know these these guys very well. Uh, Tarek was, you know, I've seen him fight. I knew he was a good fighter. Roger, I knew he was, like, an exciting fighter. Like, he would come out and just, like, start throwing because um, his fights with, um, well, I forgot this guy's name, but um, anyway, Tarek was a bigger guy. He had, like, two inches height and two inches reach on him, and, uh, you know, he just kept him, you know, he just kept it technical and just, you know, kept that on distance, and, uh, you know, he just, um, he, he won it, you know, across the board, so uh, 30-27, so. Just good for him, whatever, fuck him. <laughs> um, so then it was Rolando Souza versus uh, Derek Brunson. And, uh, you know, I, I thought Rolando was going to win. I heard of him. He, you know, he used to be the Strike Force champion. Um, Derek, I didn't really know too much about, but uh, they were saying he was a really good fighter. And, uh, you know, he came out, it was good. It was really, you know, it was, it was exciting. You know, he Derek was coming at him. And, uh, you know, uh, fucking. Souza just, you know, put him out. Just bam, just just knocked him out. 41 seconds in the first round with a, a right hook. Just boom, just put him out. And, you know, Derek had a four-inch reach advantage on him. He had a four-inch reach advantage on him. And not only that, this was Souza's first ever knockout. He knocked him out in 41 seconds. That's, uh, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I mean, that's, that's what you got to say. I mean, he got caught. I mean, if you see the fight, it's just like, bam, you know, he's just like, you, he got caught. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't make any, like, brash decisions. They were talking about him dropping to, like, 185. You know, I don't know. You know, I didn't see enough, you know, in this fight to, to warrant that. But, you know, you know, I mean, you got caught, dude. I mean, he he doesn't knock people out. You got caught. So, you know, it sucks. But, you know, just <laughs> put your fucking hands up. Um, so then uh, it was Ronda Rousey versus Sarah Kaufman for the the... I know it's 135, but I don't, I don't know what it's called in women's. I don't know if that's called bantamweight or what. But um, anyway, uh, you know this is a good fight. Awesome, awesome fight. Quick fight again too. Uh, Ronda, you know she just came out, you know, threw a few punches, and then as soon as Sarah started throwing, she just grabbed her and just uh, you know, just threw a bunch of like throws and takedowns, and then just tripped her and just. You know, just took her down, and when she was there, you know, immediately right into the arm bar. She, you know, she's the, she's been doing that. You know, she's five and zero. Well, she was five and zero, and then uh, in a total of fifty four seconds, this fight was over, and Sarah Kaufman was tapping out to an arm bar. So, um, <laughs> in the poll right before this fight, too, they were saying sixty five percent thought it was going to go past the first round, and uh, fifty four seconds it was over. Um, she has six fights, six wins, six by armbar. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, I know she's been practicing it forever, but damn, that's, I mean, other than Misha Tate, who took her, what, four minutes? Everyone else never got out of the first, like, first minute with her, you know? That's nuts. It's like, well, good for her. I mean, that is awesome. I mean, that is crazy that she can do that. And, uh, you know, at the end of the fight, she calls out, uh, Cyborg, who, um, who's been, um, who's been suspended, who's, who's been on, who's on suspension right now because of, uh, um, you know, she got tested positive for steroids. And if, I mean, if you see this girl, holy Christ, Cyborg is, a big girl. 
big, big girl. <laughs> I don't mean fat. Like, like I mean, she could whoop my ass. And she's, I'm pretty sure, way smaller than I am. And, um, yeah, so she was calling her out. And, uh, I don't know. I don't want to see that fight. I don't give a shit. I'm sick. I, I'm <laughs> like after this one weekend, I'm sick of women's fighting. But good for good for Ronda Rousey. I mean, awesome. I mean, she's just <laughs> she's an athlete. I I don't even get it. Like this is ridiculous. And then um yeah. So uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was Bellator, which happened on the what day was that? August twenty fourth. So. Originally, this this fight was supposed to have um, was supposed to was supposed to be headlined by somebody else, uh, but one of the one of them got injured. Um, don't even fucking say it here. Anyway, it was supposed to be uh, a title fight between. I'm pretty sure it was like uh, 145, um, the Big Frogs brother. Anyway. Uh, one of the dudes broke the big frog brother broke his hand or some shit, and he's he wasn't fighting. So now the main event is Travis Whiff versus Chris Davis. No, that's not right. Fuck. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Um, turns out uh it was Pat Kern. He was supposed to be going against Patricky Fura. You know, Patricky Pitbull. Um, this fight has been supposed to, like. Patricky has been sitting out for over a year now. He broke his hand. He was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight the guy. He broke his hand. Uh, last time he fought was May. May two. Yeah. So it's been over. Uh, it's been over a year. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Kern was supposed to fight Pitbull. Uh. And then Kern broke. Like Kern got it. I think he broke his hand. I'm not sure. It just says he suffered an injury. And so that fight isn't happening. And now it's the Tillaveg versus Travis Whiff, which is for the uh, light heavyweight tournament final. And um, Marcus Galval versus Louis Nogueira, which is the Bantamweight tournament final. And um, these guys are supposed to be, you know, these guys, when they they win, they get to fight for the belt. So, um, you know, there was a few other fights on the card. I mean, it was it was, it was pretty good, but who gives a shit? So let's talk about the uh, bantamweight one, the Marcus Galval versus uh, Louis uh, Louis Nogueira, and um, I know I'm not saying that right. Fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, so this fight uh, it was a good fight, man. But Marcus was just way bigger. He was just, he was just much bigger than him, um, and you know he's just technical and you know. I mean, Nogueira was throwing some big bombs and stuff, but, you know, he just he just wasn't that big. And uh, Marcus caught him in the second, man, and he just, like, just popped, just popped him, and just, like, and, uh, you know, Nogueira just fell back, and Galval just jumped on him and just, you know, put him out. Um, yeah, it was bad, too. I remember that. Uh, anyway. Okay, so uh, Attila Vague versus Travis Whiff. This this fight was crazy because Attila Vague to get into this fight, he had he beat somebody, um, Emmanuel Newton, to get into this fight, and 
I didn't think he won that fight. And considering who Travis Whiff was, I was like, you know, the other guy seemed like he would be a lot better matchup against uh, Travis. And um, because, you know, just of his wrestling and all that. And Attila Vague just came out, fucking knocked his... I mean, Travis was just, you know, just ran at him. I mean, he was just, like, walking him down. But he was just staying, like, right there within that range. And, uh, you know, Attila Vague put him out. 25 seconds, knocked him the fuck out. Uh, it was, you know, I was not expecting that. was not expecting that at all. But, um, you know, good for him. Holy shit. You know, now it's going to be him versus, uh, what, uh, Mutombo or whatever. Um... No, that's going to be a good fight, you know. That is going to be a really good fight, you know. I was looking forward to the Travis Swift versus him because, you know, uh, Travis Swift beat him. and uh, But it wasn't for the belt, so he didn't get the belt. But, uh, you know, he beat him when when Mutombo or whatever uh, uh, had the belt or has the belt. He still does. And um, so now Atela Vega is going to fight him. And uh, that should be a good fight. It really should. Two strikers going at it. You know, I don't know. You know, I didn't expect that from Vague, so I don't know. I mean, I know the other guy's good. Matambo, I know he's good. I know he's got power, too. You know, I think he's going to win that fight, but, you know, I wasn't expecting much. I did not expect him to knock him out in 25 fucking seconds. I thought Whiff was going to run away with this fight. I thought he was going to, you know, just ride him out, you know, for what, however many rounds it was, three or five rounds. Um, so yeah, next is, uh, UFC 151 and, uh, 152, so, uh, stay tuned, be right back, alright, back, even though it might not seem like it, it has been a few days, anyway, on to the UFC, um, I was gonna talk about UFC 151, this is, um, it's pretty crazy, it got cancelled, that's never happened before, First time this ever happened in at least the Zufa era. Um, yeah. Just because um, the main event, which was John Jones versus Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson blew his knee out eight days before the event. And now it's off. The whole event. The whole thing is done. Um, most of the time, you know, they could ride on the, um, you know, like the, the co-main event. But no, not this time. Uh, the co-main event, which was, I didn't even know this until it got canceled. Um, it was Jake Ellenberger versus Jay Haran. And, um, <laughs> Jay Haran hasn't fought in the UFC for years. Just, he's been fighting in Bellator. He's been doing good, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jay Haran, man, I gotta say, you know, um, I watched him in Bellator. And, um, I hated all of his fights. Because I thought he lost all of them. Like, he kept... He he won, like, two split decisions in a row. Like, two split decisions. And both times, I thought the other guy won. And then he fought Ben Askren, who is supposed to be, you know... Or who is a, a, a good 170-pounder. Uh, you know, he's the champion over in Bellator. But he just wrestles. He just wrestle-fucks you for, like, five rounds, you know? He's not gonna put you away or anything, really. You know, he's just gonna he's just gonna ride you out. And uh, I mean, every time he does it, though, he's dominant. He's like John Fitch, you know. He's boring as f- oh my god, he's so fucking boring to watch. But you know, he'll just he'll dominate it. He'll dominate people. He'll just fucking dominate them with wrestling and just not let you breathe. And um, 
You know, all of his fights were like that. And um, when he fought Jay Haran for the belt, I thought Jay won that fight. It's so weird. I thought Jay won that fight and he lost it. And I just kind of believe it. Like, here I am, you know, hating on the guy because he wins two fights that I thought he lost. And now when he wins a fight that I, or at least I thought he won the fight, then he loses it against, you know, Ben Askren in the most boring fucking fashion possible. I thought he made that fight exciting because, you know, anyway. Um, Anyway, so Jake Allenberger and uh, Jay Haran, they were the co-main event. Uh, they fought a few years back. Um, I'm pretty sure Ellenberger won that fight. Uh, so it was kind of a rematch. I guess, you know, they were kind of riding on that. But no one really knew they fought. I didn't know they fought until until they said that. Because it was like in some, like, little organization that, you know, no one's seen. So, um, <clears throat> um, yeah, so, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't take Jones, Henderson out. They couldn't just eliminate that fight. And still go on with the card and blame people for it. Or uh, uh, have people pay for it. And um, so they had to cancel it. They canceled the whole fucking card. And um, so so now everyone is blaming uh, John Jones for this. Because apparently someone was willing to take that fight against John Jones in eight days. Uh, that was Chael Sonnen. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I, I don't think, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't see how Chell would think that he would win that fight. Even, even on eight days notice. I mean, come on. I mean, John Jones has just been murdering people. I mean, even if it was on eight days, I think he could still do it. But, you know, the thing is, you know, everyone's blaming John Jones for this getting canceled because he didn't accept that fight against him. Uh, you know, he didn't accept the fight. Um, so, you know, it's, I mean, I don't understand why they offered him that fight. I don't understand why they even offered Chelsea in that fight. I, I don't even think they thought about it like that. They didn't, you know, to think that, I mean, what if Chelsea won, you know? Like, what would happen then? You know, here he is coming off a loss to Anderson Silva at 185. And then he comes in on eight days' notice and takes the 205-pound belt. You know? I mean, what the fuck? I mean, god damn. And now everyone's getting pissed that John Jones didn't accept that fight. You know? I mean, really. He had everything to lose. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe more people would have bought it. I mean... I mean, could they have, could they have, uh, you know, sponsored that shit enough in eight days, you know, for people to be like, holy shit, you know, I got to go to that, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think so, you know, I, I just don't like it, I just don't like it that he even had the opportunity, he's coming off a loss, and why, at 185, and it's going to come up to 205 and fight for the belt, just because he's a guy that will say, oh yeah, I'll fucking take the fight, just because he's that guy. He's, he says, oh, yeah, I'll take the fight, you know. I think that's bullshit. That's bullshit, you know. I mean, the thing I got to say is you got to look, look back on history, on, on these things. You know, Rick Story versus uh, Charlie Brenneman. If you... <laughs> Rick Story was on a tear, man. He was coming through people. And then, like, you know, he, he, got, his biggest, he got his biggest win of his career uh, beating Tiago Alves. You know, he fucking whooped his ass for three rounds. And then... Um, you know, and then, and then they're like, yeah, you know, 
we got this fight, you know, with Nate Marquardt, you know, somebody just dropped out, and, you know, you'd have to take it on short notice, but, you know, like, like, like two months after that fight with, with Tiago Alves, like, really, really close to that fight with Tiago Alves, and, um, you know, he said, yeah, you know, you can find Nate Marquardt and possibly get a, get a title shot, and, uh, so he's like, yeah, do it, fuck yeah, and then, on the day of the event, Nate Marquardt, on the weigh-ins, I mean, day of the weigh-ins, Nate Marquardt couldn't fight. They said he didn't pass his medicals, and he couldn't fight. Turns out what happened was, he was on TRT. <sighs> TRT, fuck you. Um, so he's on TRT, and uh, when he dropped down to 170 from 185, because this was his first fight at 170, um, <laughs> He it, it, like I guess it elevated the levels of t- testosterone in his body, so you know he failed it, and uh, he couldn't he couldn't come in under the numbers. So on the day on the day of the weigh-ins, they changed the Rick Story fight to Charlie Brenneman, who Charlie Brenneman was gonna fight someone else on the card. Um, I don't know he's gonna fight somebody else. Though. I think it was like Rich Antonio or something. Anyway, um. So, yeah. So, he moved them up. So, that fight, on one day's notice, Rick Story said, yeah, I'll take it. And the thing is, <clears throat> the Rick Story versus Nate Marquardt would have been the main event of the event. Would have been the main event. So, it, w- it it was pretty much the main event coming into that fight. Um, You know, but on the day on the day of the weigh-ins, they switched it to, like, check Congo and somebody else. Which was an awesome fight, I think. I'm pretty sure it was. But um, I think if it was uh you know, Chet Congo versus uh Pat Barry, I think it was that fight. Oh, that was an awesome fight. But um, yeah, that Rick Story versus Charlie Brenneman. So Charlie Brenneman comes in. You know, Rick Story wasn't prepared for that guy. He was not prepared for somebody who's gonna come at him with a straight wrestling game. Cause you know Nate Marquardt is stand up fighter. You know he um. Uh, you know, he'll just pick you apart on your feet. And, you know, if it goes to the ground, he's pretty good there, too. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> there he is. He fights him on eight days' notice. Or on, 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 one day's, on one day's notice, like 24 hours. Fights a totally different fighter. And is now not even on the main event. And he loses. So, he had like a six-fight winning streak. Right out the fucking window. No, people never seen him get taken down like that. You know why? Because he wasn't fucking prepared for that. That's not who he was prepared for. He wasn't ready for somebody who was going to be like that. You could see it in his face right before the fight, too. You know? And I'm pretty sure that ran through John Jones's mind. You know, here he is. He was pre- preparing for... Who was he preparing for? Dan Henderson, who likes to stand up and bang with you. Who just wants to fucking throw at you. And then here comes, you know, Chael Sonnen. You know, who's just a pure wrestler. I mean, come on. I mean, it's possible that he could have. He could have fucking taken it. it. But, I mean, the thing is, he's 185 or two, you know, so. And he's coming off a fucking loss. God damn. That shit just pisses me off. I mean, he did not deserve it. I, I don't understand. I mean, I understand they're trying to save these events. I, I mean, I know they don't want this shit where they have to cancel a whole fucking event. But come on, man. If you're gripping at straws like that, and now, you know... You know, I think Dana White was, you know, I heard that 
you know, they, I've read somewhere that they said that, um, you know, they threw him under the bus, and I think they did. I think that's fucking retarded. Because now people are going to be like, oh, yeah, fuck him. You know, he's an asshole. And for what? For turning down a fucking fight that the guy shouldn't have been offered in the fucking first place? He was a totally different fighter and has a fucking real possibility of winning that fight just because of that? I mean, if he could take John, I mean, because John Jones wasn't prepared for someone who's going to keep shooting on him. And I mean, if he's just able to just take him down at will, you know, there goes that reach. That reach is gone. So, I mean, really, I mean, how can you blame him? And yet here he is taking shit for it. And Dana White says, uh, UFC 151 will be remembered as the event John Jones and Greg Jackson murdered. Yeah. 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 Well, they shouldn't have been able to do that, Dana White. They shouldn't have been able to do that. Two people murdered a whole event. Someone else wasn't on top of this shit on that one, in my opinion. But, you know. So, all the other fights got uh, scheduled to other events. <laughs> None of them, by the way, are on uh, pay-per-view. I mean, he should at least put a few on pay-per-view, you know? I think the only one that stayed on was, um, what was it? Charlie, uh, not Charlie Brennan. Uh, you know what? Is it Charlie Brennan? Holy shit, it is Charlie Brennan. It's Charlie Brennan versus Kyle Noak. That's the only other fight other than John Jones and Belfort, which I'll talk talk about in a minute. Um, Kyle Noak and Charlie Brennan is the only is the only fight other than the main event that got moved to a pay per view, which was UFC 152. The next one is coming up. Um, <laughs> the thing is, it's on the preliminary pre- preliminary card on Facebook. That's what it was going to be on 151, and it's also going to be that on 152. So it's not really pay per view, not really, <laughs> you know. So um, but yeah, there's Charlie Brenneman. You know who isn't on my card? Rick Story. Wait. Yeah. No, he's not there. Nope, not at all. So, yeah. Yep, see what see what happens. See see how see how good they treat you after that. I mean, here he was on a fucking tear and then, you know, he loses one fight that shouldn't happen in the first place. I mean, come on. I mean, this wasn't even for a fucking belt. This was just a fight. But, I mean, they just threw him under the bus like that. I mean, seriously. They were just like, you know what? We need a fight here. We need some time. You know. They probably I mean, but it's like they offered it to him, but he really didn't have a choice. I mean, that's the thing. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't think the whole thing was thought out before they fucking canceled it. I mean... I mean, they could have put it, like, on free TV. Couldn't they not have done that? Is that not possible? No no TV channel? I mean, Fuel TV didn't have some open time to fucking show that fight? FX? Anyway. All right. Now on the 152. 
152. John Jones versus Vitor Belfort. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't Son fighting him right now? You know? Why isn't Son fighting him? Because they know he didn't deserve it. Belfort at least somewhat deserves it coming off of two wins. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's 185. He's fought at 185 in like all of his past like fucking five, six fights or something. 185. You know? And now he gets to come up and fight for the title just because. Just fucking because. Just because, you know, they they asked him this, and they asked they asked Dana White this. They're like, they're like, so why even have him now? Why even have him fighting now? And he's like, he's in shape, you know, he's ready to go, you know, like. I mean, okay, he's in shape and he's ready to go, but man, he's not a fucking contender. Vitor Belfort is not a contender for the two hundred five belt. He shouldn't be a fucking contender for it. I'm not saying he can't win it, but he didn't fucking deserve it. Anyway, the flyweight belt is also online. First time ever flyweight belt. They're going to also get 115 pounds, I heard. Yeah. Like Pinta belt or some shit. Uh, Anyway, so 125. They've actually been pretty good fights. But, um... Yeah, so Joseph Benavides versus Demetrius Martin. Or Demetrius Martin. Who the fuck is that? Demetrius Johnson. Um, Mighty Mouse versus... I don't even know Benavides. His nickname. But this should be a good fight. I mean, really. (laughs) Okay. The Beefcake versus Mighty Mouse. The Beefcake versus Mighty Mouse. That's an awesome one. They should have they just sponsored it like that. Fuck Joseph Benavides and Demetrius Johnson. The Beefcake versus Mighty Mouse. Do, 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 do. I don't even know. I don't even know those. Sh- I don't know those shows. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> a Beefcake wasn't even a show. Um, no, that should be a good fight. I think, I think Joseph is going to get it, though. I mean... He's just, I mean, he finished. I mean, he finishes fights. I mean, I don't know how good of finishing fights it'll be at 125, you know, especially against someone who's tough like him, like Demetrius Johnson. But, you know, he finishes fights. I mean, he puts people out. He hurts people. Um, Demetrius is just fucking just in your face 24-7. Just being a mighty mouse, you know. We'll see. That's just, that should be a good fight. You know, I haven't seen too many flyweight fights, so, you know, it's hard for for me to say, you know, how it'll be, but that should be a good fight. And then Michael Bisping versus Brian Stan. Mm. That should be a good one. Uh, Bisping, fucking love his stand-up. And then Brian Stan's stand-up is incredible, too, man. He just has that power, you know? Oh, man. I don't see that fight going to the ground. I don't see that happening. I mean, Bisping might. Bisping might take him down. I mean, he's pretty strong down there. You know, he's finished people from the ground. And, uh, you know, Brian Stan might not be expecting that. He might not be expecting them to take him down. 
But uh, Brian Stan, man, he's fucking stud. You know, he's a, you know, he, you know. Man, they both are. I mean, they're just really good fighters. Uh, I mean, that, I could see that fight going to a decision, definitely. Like, I could definitely see that fight going to the decision. Um, you know, I see probably Michael taking the first, Brian Stan hurting him in the second, and then Michael taking the third, you know. Like, Brian tries to finish him off in the second, and then it doesn't happen. But, you know, I could be completely fucking wrong. It could end in, like, 30 seconds, so watch it. And then Matt Hamill versus uh, Vladimir Matusenko. I don't know why I started from top down. It's fucking stupid. I'll have to change that next time. Um, but Matt Hamill versus uh, Vladdy. Matt Hamill, is, he, he retired in his last fight. And this is his first fight back. Um, I don't even know how long ago that fight was. I just remember him retiring. You know, he's deaf. Uh, he probably has, you know, hard times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Alleg- Alex- uh, Alexander Gustafson just... Uh, it says TKO by punches and elbows. I don't really remember that fight, but I remember he got his ass whooped. I remember he looked like he was re- about to retire then. And that was uh, August 6, 2011. So that was actually just one year. Almost to, the, to like one year and a month. Almost to the day. Um, <laughs> it's not really retired. That's like, you know, six months off. Just, ah, fuck it. Whatever. And then Vladdy. I think Vladdy lost his last fight to uh, Gustafson, too. And Gustafson whooped his ass. Yep, TKO by punches by Gustafson. And uh, December 30th. So they're both coming off a loss to uh, Alexander Gustafson. Should be a good fight. You know? Um, I bet Matt Hamill's hungry. You know? He's, he probably lost his motivation and then found it again and just fucking excited. You know? And then. You know, that might be one of those things where being deaf actually helps. You know, because, I mean, you don't have all these people up in your fucking head and yelling in your ear. You know, you're just, you're just out there in your own thought, like, you know, all right, this is the fight. You know, I got to do this shit, you know. I don't know, though. He might just freak himself out. Be like, holy shit, I'm going to fucking lose. Oh, my God, why are all these people yelling at me? I can't tell. I can't, what are they saying? I don't know. You know, I don't know. He might just freak out from it. I don't know. But it seems like it could be such an advantage. I mean, just to not have that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, me in the ring, it might help. You know, like hearing people stomp their feet. You know, you could hear it like, like when you hear that, you know, you could know that they're going to throw a right hook or a fucking kick or something. But he might see it better, you know, because he doesn't have that. You know, he might see it better, you know. But like his eyes would look down and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it should be a good fight, though. I think that would be. You know, they have uh, both, like, wrestling kind of kind of fighting. So, you know, they might cancel each other out and just uh, bang at it. And, you know, Vladdy's been pretty exciting. I mean, it's weird. He's, what, 40-something years old. And he's been a pretty exciting fighter the last few fights out. I mean, he just finished somebody, like, in, in a few seconds not too long ago. Um, I mean, he, I mean, what? He's 41 years old. He's 41 years old. And... And um, his two fights before he lost to Gustafson, he knocked out somebody. I, I came Alexander Fierreira by uh, punches and elbows in one minute and twenty seconds. And then Jason Brills, he knocked him out in twenty seconds. And then uh, in two minutes and thirteen seconds, he got knocked out by Alexander Gustafson. 
And before all that, he got knocked out by John Jones with elbows at 1 minute and 52 seconds into the first round. So, I mean, these last few fights, I think he's just saying, fuck it. I'm going out there. I'm fucking going out there. I, I, I'm not scared of anybody, you know. He's awesome, you know. Fucking old guy. Fucking old Russian. Old, Be- old Belarusian. Old, Bel- old, old Belarusian. <laughs> Coming out here, taking on the American, Matt Hamill. Good knock. Uh, you know, I think he can't knock his ass out, you know. But I think Matt Hamill's going to be fucking pumped, you know. I really do. I, I, You know, just coming off his uh, retirement like that, you know. I don't know. Cub Swanson versus Charles, Charles Oliveira, that should be a good fight, too. I mean, really. Uh, Cub Swanson's been looking good, and so is Charles Oliveira. If it stays standing, Cubs got it. If it goes to the ground, Charles got it. That's how I see it. Um, all right, back to John Jones and Belfort. I got to say, it was weird. It was really weird because John Jones, no 205er was willing to take the fight. I mean, I can understand, you know, Leota Machida not taking a fight because, you know, he wanted more time to prepare for him. I mean, he just lost to the guy. In devastating fashion, like, just a few months ago. So, you know, it's understandable, you know, he would want to fucking rest for, you know, get you know, get some preparation. I mean, they're all pissed off at him. They're like, dude, what the fuck? You know, we, we need this fight, you know. You got it right now. If you don't take it now, you're not going to get it. I mean... I don't know. I think, you know, maybe John Jones is in his ear just saying, hey, I want to fight. I want to fight right now. I mean, but who, who I mean, no no 205er stepped up to fight him. No 205er stepped up to fight him. I mean, I think, I mean, did they offer it to Gustafson? Did they offer it to him at all? I would like to know that because why didn't he take the fight? Did they not offer it to him? I mean, that is short notice. But why no 205er? Only 185ers. Fucking Wyman, Silva, Sonnen, and Belfort. All 185ers. And they all stepped up to fight him. Why? Why Why 185ers? No 205er. No 205er was off of the fight. No 205er stood up and said, hey, I'll fight him. I don't know. You know, maybe it's a weight-cutting thing, you know. I mean, 205. I mean, they would have a whole month, though, if they took it on the 22nd. I mean, I think they could do that. This is so short notice. I mean, Belfort's only taking the fight, really, just because he's the only guy who'd be like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, pretty fucking much. I mean, really, what, like, what qualifications does he have on that? Has he beaten a 205 lately? No. But now he gets to fight John Jones for the fucking belt? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. Don't like it. I mean, why couldn't they just be like, you know what, dude? We don't have anyone for you to fight right now. You know? I mean, now 152 looks awesome. I mean, the thing is, Belfort, I think he, you know, he could do it. He could fucking do it. He doesn't deserve to be in there doing it, but he could do it. He could pull it out, you know, even though he's going to be Anderson Silva at 185. (laughs) 
he could beat the, the best 205-er ever at 205. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's possible. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, if he can get in there, I just don't see it happening. I mean, I just see, you know, Jones just picking his ass apart. I don't know. Anyway, I want to say uh, for 150, UFC 150, which was uh, Henderson versus Edgar. So I want to talk about the main event. Uh, it was a split decision for Benson Henderson. Um, I really had uh, nothing like I had no idea who was going to win that fight at the end of the fight. When, when the fight was over, I was like, dude, I don't know who has this fight. I don't know who has this fucking fight. Um, but I was leaning towards Henderson. I remember that. I just remember because, I don't know, maybe because I thought he won the first fight clear enough to where I don't think this fight should have fucking happened in the first place. Because fuck you, Frankie Edgar. That's why. I mean, why should he always keep getting these fucking... I mean, see, this. I mean, what is up with Dana White? I mean, what is up with this? I mean, why does Frankie Edgar... I mean, I understand it was close. But, I mean... I don't think he should have he should have got a rematch. I don't think he should have had him. I thought Benson did enough in that first fight to clearly say he won that fight. The second fight was even closer. The second fight was way closer. I could I mean, if they would have said it was a draw, I would have been like, yeah. Okay. If they said Frankie Edgar won it, I would have been like, yeah. Okay. You know. I mean, I could see it going either way. I, I mean, I was leaning towards Ben Hen- Henderson. I wanted Ben Henderson to win because, you know what, Frankie? Fuck you. Um, But, yeah. I don't know why I hate Frankie so much, but I just I just hate that he had all these fucking rematches. I mean, I understand with the draw, you're going to help that. And on top of that, that fucking fight with that was a draw, I thought he won that fight. I thought Frankie Edgar won that fight. I thought he lost that first round terribly, but I thought he won Every single round after that. I thought he won every single round after that. Um, and then, uh, he knocked his ass out. That was awesome. I mean, fucking put a definitive stamp on it. I mean, that's just how he fights. He gets really fucking close. And now he's going to 145. Now he's going to 145 to fight fucking Jose Aldo. Yeah. Hold on, let me get a drink because. <sighs> you lose two fights in a row and 155 for the belt. You lose two fights in a row. And you get a shout out to 145 belt. Just cause. Just fucking cause. I mean, yeah. He lost two fucking fights in a row, but. Chansung? Korean zombie, anybody? Fucking Christ. I mean, I would even think Dustin Poirier earns it more than him. I mean, two fights in a row, you lose, and you get to fight for the fucking belt in a weight class you never fought at. 
Really? Really? I mean, that's what I'm talking about, man. They are fucking belittling their belts. I mean, like, these, I mean, okay, they don't fucking deserve it. I mean, look at their fucking records. I mean, they say it's like wrestling, and it is. I mean, I don't watch wrestling. I don't know how wrestling works out, but I'm assuming that there's a lot of this shit where there's people who just don't deserve it, but they think that, you know, the fans want to see it so people will buy it. Even though this last main event scored, like, the lowest, the lowest pay-per-view buy ever. Like, it scored, like, the lowest fucking pay-per-view buy. It doesn't fucking say, but it said 190. And I'm pretty fucking positive. Let's see. Let's see, 190. Let's see what Faber... Uh, Burrell got. Let's see what that got. That got 235,000 buy rates. Faber and Burrell. I mean, people know Faber. But who the fuck's Burrell? No, nobody knows who the fuck Burrell is. I really don't even know who Burrell is. I, I couldn't remember any of his other fights when I saw him fight. He deserved it, though. See, that's the thing. Burrell fucking deserved it. And people bought it. People didn't think Edgar deserved that second fight, I think. And that's why people didn't buy it. They also said something about, like, the West Coast was out or some shit. Or, like, the East Coast. No, not the, yeah, like, the West Coast. And, like, people couldn't buy it or some shit. But, I mean, come on. One fucking 90? Are you serious? And now you're going to give this guy another fucking title shot and another main event at a fucking different weight class? Oh, my God. I mean, are you guys paying attention anymore? Fuck me. And the goat. One fucking ninety. Yeah, let's give that guy more more title shots. I'm sure. I'm sure he fucking deserves it. I mean, yeah. He gets one ninety buy rate and fucking loses two fights in a row and gets to fight for a title fight and a weight class he's never fought at. Oh yeah. Oh. I can see people buying into that shit. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Jose Aldo's fighting Frankie Edgar. Oh, no shit. Frankie Edgar, I like him. Didn't he lose his last fight? He lost his last two, but yeah, he's getting a fight for the belt. Fuck yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. Donald Cerrone versus Melvin Gillard. That's fucking awesome, too, by the way. If you didn't see it, you should watch that fight. Um, yeah, and by the way, that one that I just mentioned, uh, Burrell versus Faber, most boringest fucking card. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the buy rate was so low this time. But fucking Jesus Christ, that fight card sucked. I know people were like, "Oh yeah, you know." Uriah Faber versus Burrell wasn't that bad, but, you know, they were people were already booing before. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good at all. I mean, Faber, I mean, just got outpointed. I mean, he just, I mean, Burrell just put it to him. 
I mean, it sucked, man. Like, I mean, you should... Oh, man. If you didn't see that, you should just watch that. Just the ending of it where Barraza's is going excited, just crazy that he won this belt, this interim belt. He's going fucking nuts. He's like, ah, he's so fucking happy. And people are, like, booing. And you should see, like... Like, uh, you should see uh, Dana White's face. He's just, like, fucking just... Just, like... I just ate a shit sandwich. Like, he just, I mean, that's his face that he has. Like, I just ate a totally shit sandwich. And uh, it's kind of funny seeing him like that. I mean, that's got to suck, man. It's got to fucking suck. Um, I mean, man, they had so many fights on there that should have been good. They had so many. I mean, looking at it, you're like, man, check Congo. I mean, he's he's excited. I mean, he can be really fucking exciting at times. <laughs> fucking shit. Shit fight. Just clinch all the time. Tim Boach versus Hector Lombard. Oh, my God. That fight should have been awesome. That fight should have been awesome. No. And people were saying Hector won that fight. No, he didn't. He lost that fucking fight. I mean, man, I, I, I got to say for Hector, I did not realize he was that, that small. I mean, Tim, Tim Boach made him look like a fucking dwarf. I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, wow, really? I mean... Now people are saying he's a fight at 170. <laughs> Dude is ripped to shitting back. You know. I mean, it's just, I mean, he's, he had no footwork. I, I just don't understand that. I mean, he's so small, but yet he had no fucking footwork. I mean, something like that, who's that small, you just got to think that, you know, he's got to be in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, but he just fucking stood there. And Tim Bozier, I mean, that's what it was. Like, beep, 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 beep. It was like mosquitoes just hitting you. Beep, 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 beep. I mean, he did what he did to win. I don't know if he thought. I don't, I don't know if he thought he was going to win that fight excitingly. I don't think he thought that. I don't even know if he thought he was going to win that fight because I don't know. I mean, he broke his foot too. So, <sighs> yeah, yeah, that would fucking suck. You know, fucking. Around then, you're like, oh, shit, my foot is fucking broken and hurts like hell. And I got to fight this fucking Cuban smashing machine. I couldn't believe that fight was born. I couldn't believe it. Hector Lombard has one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. He hit this guy once and knocked him down twice. Like, apparently, it was like a boring-ass fight, too. Like, the first two rounds were boring, and then in the third round, he just fucking hit him. And... He fell to his butt, got up, and then fell to his butt again. <laughs> and Hector was just standing there. And, I mean, oh, man. It's such an awesome highlight. But, um, yeah. And then Brian Ebersole and James Head. <sighs> Brian Ebersole just threw that fight away. I don't get it. I mean, he had, like, a seven-fight winning streak and just threw it away with that fight. I mean, it just seemed like... I mean, what is he doing shooting in from, like, a mile away? Anyway. Yeah. The only fight that was good on the main card was Matt Riddle versus Chris Clements. Which ended in the submission triangle in the third round. Which was the only fight on the main card that actually uh, got a finish. All the other fights went to a decision. And by the way, on that card, Ryan, Ryan Jimmo... Tied the fastest knockout ever. Yeah. 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 
Anyway. I think that's good. Um, so this is the first one. I think I went kind of long this time. I don't know. Um, you know, next time I'll probably only be talking about like one event. Uh, probably just 152. Um, or maybe if there's a strike force or, uh, um, I think it might be Bellator. I don't know. I don't know. All right, something crazy happens. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, great talking to you guys. Later. Peace.